I'm ready. Let's do it. I'm ready. All right. Three, two, one. Is wrestling fake? No. Wrestling Absolutely is, no, not. Wrestling is not fake. Anyone who <laughs> says it's fake, it, screw them. I mean, that shit hurts, bro. Any celebrity, they always say, I mean, look at Mia Khalifa. She said, you know, that girl's taking more bumps than anyone, you know, in her, in her career. <laughs> <laughs> and... And it, no, she hated it at first, and then uh, she got in the ring with somebody, and then she said, "Yeah, this shit actually hurts." <laughs> I did not expect to hear a Mia Khalifa reference today. Not for James, man. Not for, I expected it for me first. Um, Honestly, yeah. You know, wrestling. You know, I I don't know. I I don't know why people didn't think it was fake at first. Um, obviously, it's real. Um, I I think if the people that like kind of shit on wrestling and say it's fake are the same people that love their action movies. Yeah. And, you know, is that real? Yeah, you just don't understand that. I feel like if you think, like, if you hate it because it's fake, you just, I just feel like you don't understand it and you don't And you shouldn't watch, you shouldn't watch movies. You shouldn't exactly. watch anything. You, you should just, exactly, yeah. you should just go, go to work and take care of your family and yeah. just shut up. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, have you ever gotten like, remember in swimming class in high school, somebody would come up and like five star you in the back. Imagine that times 10. <laughs> I feel like that's what taking a chop from, like, Gunther is like, yeah, no man, thank you. And I, I no think the, the last point I want to make to this is that I think, like, I think wrestling in general, WWE and AEW, I think they should, like, stop reporting stuff to the media and yeah, be as 100%. secretive as yeah. they possibly can. Because I think, like, 100%. the one thing that kind of ruins wrestling for me is just hearing yeah, about the people that are going to return before yeah. they actually return. Exactly. Um, I hate it. I hate it. Or hearing about backstage drama yeah. that we don't need to Like, like CM Punk, for example, I get, I get you had to do that. You know, you had to get the ratings. You had to get people to actually watch the show. But, like, imagine if we didn't know, like, if CM Punk was just a hermit still, yeah. not posting, no one knew he was coming back, and then we got that. That yeah, would have been yeah, nuts. Exactly. My like, favorite one is imagine facts. Cody Rhodes returning to WWE. Imagine right. if they never said Dude. anything. That would have been, been the crazy. most insane thing ever. Yeah. That would have been insane. Yeah. Uh, but it's like you, you kind of just knew. Internet, you knew because it was like, exactly. you know, Seth Rollins is going to face it. someone unknown. Yeah. And who who exactly. unknown are you going to bring to match Seth Rollins? Yeah. Cody fucking Rhodes. Yeah. Um, it's hard to avoid it. You know, I, I don't click on links, but... If you go on social media, people... It's literally there. Oh, I, imagine Edge's return at the Royal Rumble after all yeah. those years. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, be, yeah. yeah. I, so, I, hate, I hate all that stuff. Like, I'm not... You know, I know a lot of people love SRS, Sean Ross. I'm not a Keep them away, yeah, dude, I just don't no. like that I, stuff. I don't want to know for me. anything. It's not for me. Yeah. I, wanna, I don't want to know anything exactly. beforehand. I, I want to watch the show. I want to be surprised. I want to feel like a kid again, exactly. basically. Exactly. Like, exactly. I don't, I don't want to know all the shit that happens backstage. I don't want to know who's coming back, who's mad at this person or exactly. whatever. Like, dirt sheets are the single worst thing that happened to Fuck wrestling. ringside news. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck ringside. <laughs> Welcome, everybody, back to the Built Different podcast. We got something different for you. As you can tell by the title, we're venturing into the wrestling path. Welcome to the Wrestling Podcast, Episode 1, where we're just going to talk about wrestling. It's been, um, you know, a hot topic. A lot of people have asked for it. We're here to bring it to life. And I'm here with none other than James. I'm here with Alex. You guys have seen Alex before on the MLB Podcast. High and inside, baby. And obviously, I'm your host, Thomas Saxby. Can't wait to talk to these guys about wrestling. So how we're going to open this up is... You know, you could say, you know, we could do something corny and you could tell us a little bit about yourself, <laughs> but mainly what introduced you into wrestling? What was your favorite time of wrestling? 
who's your favorite five wrestlers of all time, but who's your favorite wrestler now? James, you're the rookie. You're the noob. Why don't you go first? <laughs> well, first off, I'm James. No big wrestling fan. I've been watching my whole life. The way, I mean, I don't really have a certain way I got into it. I kind of just, like, was born into it because both my mom and my dad are huge wrestling fans. So there was never Dude, a... that, that's legit, man, because, yeah. like, my parents that's fucking awesome, hate bro. wrestling. Oh, yeah. He was saying, my mom would not let me watch it for the longest my time. My dad would make me like, go to bed hell, and shit, and I'm just, like, in there sneaking watching Rey Mysterio. <laughs> oh, six one nine, And, like, my dad would storm in, yeah. Yeah, like, it's, like, oh, no. it's not, like, a certain point where I remember I, from when I started watching. Like, this stuff from 2003, I can remember, and I was only three or four years old, but... Most of my memory comes in from after 2006 and on. It's mostly like clear point and like everything's like, I can almost remember. I can almost like go back to WWE Champions all the way to 2006. Every single one just oh, almost. I've, 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 I think <laughs> I recently did with my friends. I got all the way to 2008 without messing up. Holy crap. That's what's up, man. That is Jesus Christ. Up. We, you're an encyclopedia, basically. Yeah. <laughs> what was your What was your favorite time of wrestling? Uh, definitely the Ruthless Aggression era. You know, that's what I grew up with. I loved it. You know, to me, even going back watching the Attitude Era, just, the Ruthless Aggression era to me just stands out so much. You know, everything that was going on. You know, it was just, it was its own thing. You know, the Attitude Era was so focused on competing with WCW, which was awesome and all. But the Ruthless Aggression was literally its own thing. It was the only wrestling really on at that time. And yeah. to me, it was just, it was perfect. Almost perfect. You know, you got your Katie Vick situations where, you know, it's not <laughs> so awesome. But for the most part, it's pretty damn good. Uh, that's a great and point. And who's, yeah. uh, who's your top five favorites? So, top five, number five is CM Punk. You know, I know he's a very controversial guy as of late, but... <laughs> I know I'm from Illinois, not too far from Chicago. Always loved you know, him being the voice of the voiceless. and always He always stood out. You know, Obviously, he's a great wrestler, no matter how he is backstage or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, number four, got to be Triple H. You, know, you seem like a Triple you know, H guy. Yeah. <laughs> as a kid, I thought Triple H was the most badass guy there was. Like, to me, like <laughs> he had that sledgehammer. Like, he was... He, there was nobody standing in his way. Like, I, I just remember, you know, him and Randy Orton in 2009, and I just wanted Triple H to murder him so damn bad. And it was so, at that point, you know, it was still so real to me. You know, I just, you know, I, I, I just hated Randy Orton, and that's like one of my biggest, you know, moments of Triple H. And you know, as a kid, I hated John Cena. You know, I was, you know, WrestleMania 22 in Chicago. You know, that's. I was there, and I was one. You know, I was rooting on Triple H, little six-year-old me going hard for Triple H. <laughs> I can, I can vision that. <laughs> uh, number three would have to be the Undertaker. You know, growing Sorry. up, you know, he was just you know the Undertaker. It was, it was hard not to love the Undertaker. You know, you know his persona was amazing. You know, his entrance was amazing, and everything about him was perfect. Yeah, number two, you know, kind of, you know, my current favorite also is Seth freaking Rollins. He, you know, Solid choice. Yeah, he was someone like, I remember when the Shield first debuted, I'm like, who the hell are these three guys? And then they had that first match at TLC against Team Hell No and Ryback. And 
from that moment on, I'm like, this Seth Rollins guy is going to be something, you know. I was iffy on Dean Ambrose and Roman Reigns at the start, but I'm like, this Seth guy, I knew he was going to be something. And the more and more his character developed, the more I loved him. And right now, you know, he just, he's obviously probably at one of the peaks of his career. You know, he's doing amazing right now and everything. And in my opinion, the current best wrestler in the world. Yeah, that's fair. That'd be a fun conversation, that's for sure. Yeah. And my all-time favorite, it's it's got to be Kane. Kane. Kane it's got to be Kane. <laughs> exactly. Kane. As Hellfire kid, I, and Brimstone. Hell yeah. You know, I got the I got the title on the back, the pictures. You know. Oh yeah. I don't know. As a kid, I just, I, I attached him so fast. Maybe I know I was a kid. I watched the dude set people on fire. How do you not love that as a kid? <laughs> <laughs> That's fair, you know, man. That's fair. Yo, Alex, why don't, why don't you hit us with, with your stuff? Yeah, so uh, my introduction to wrestling was basically, like, it was kind of around the same time as James, actually. I'm a, a year or two older, I think, but, uh, like, in the 2002 to 2003, like, time is when I, like, my first memories of wrestling. For some reason, I remember Goldberg versus The Rock at Backlash as, like, one of the first matches that I, like, remember in my I mind. I love Heel Rock. Dude, me too. Hollywood Rock was amazing. Um, so, like, around that time, uh, Ruthless Aggression Era, fantastic. In my opinion, I'm with James on that one, and assuming you too. Wow. Zaxby. It was, uh, Attitude Era was great and all, but at the same time, it was, like, <laughs> Ruthless Aggression Era really focused on, like, the wrestling aspect, and I feel like that's what I enjoyed the most, and the matches that they put on, the constant, like, storyline and feuds that they put on with amazing matches, I feel like kind of sets it apart from the Attitude Era. Because um, there was a lot of just dumb filler in the Attitude Era, so and nobody wants to admit it for some reason. But uh, so that's that's probably my favorite era. But I do want to give a shout out to like the 2016 to 2019 NXT era. So damn good. Because oh, so good. So good man. Cool. I I actually like got out of wrestling when I went to college in 2014. Honestly, I think it's then, the thing that like kind of in a way brought wrestling back. Exactly. Yeah. That's what brought me back to wrestling. Like, yeah. Undisputed Era, when they were at the peak of oh, NXT, was like, Adam I was just Cole, like, baby. fell back in love again. Adam Cole, baby. Yeah. I just, like, fell back in love with wrestling. So, like, got to give a, an honorable mention to that era of, of wrestling. That's what's so, uh, let's see. As for my top five, I think at five, I might have to go Edge. Um, he was obviously, like, a huge part of the Ruthless Aggression era. Um, one, of the, one of the faces. The first ever Money in the Bank winner. Um, beating John Cena at, that was a... New Year's Resolution after the yeah. Elimination Chamber match. Yeah. That's, like, one of the most iconic cash-ins ever, obviously. Um, even his time with the Brood in, in the Attitude Era, absolutely loved him. Edge and Christian is my favorite tag team of all time. So it's just hard not for me to, like, mention Edge when I'm thinking of my like, top favorites. Edge beat the shit out of Mr. Kennedy and won. <laughs> the money to <laughs> the rated R superstar. <laughs> <laughs> um, at number four, I'm going to say Adam Cole, Bay Bay. Um, he is one of the reasons I got back into wrestling. So that like kind of weighs a lot where, where I would like put him in my top favorite wrestlers. Um, and I actually met him a couple years ago, uh, last year actually. And he's just like one of the nicest dudes I think I've ever even talked to. And uh, I love watching his video gaming channel on Twitch. He's just a super likable guy, super nice, humble guy. So, um, Kurt Angle would be my number three. Fucking love Kurt Angle. Everything that he does, he he just masters everything that he does. One of the greatest like actual wrestlers of all time. He's like one of his, the greatest his theme song is iconic. One of the greatest. Memes. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. The you suck is iconic. Even people like who don't like wrestling know you suck. Chance. So Kurt Angle is just amazing, and he got 
pretty much anything he did over, no matter how dumb it was. And it was, it was yeah. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Triple H is my number two. Love Triple H. In my opinion, he's the greatest heel of all time. Um, just, just completely devastating. I didn't like him as a kid just because like I was a kid, like, like James said, still real me. Like I was like, God damn, I hate that guy. Like all he does is beat up my favorite people. <laughs> but like, obviously as I matured and everything, I, I grew to love Triple H just for everything he's done for the business. And then on top of creating NXT, basically kind of notched him up there for me because that whole creation was just fantastic. And my number one is Shawn Michaels, the heartbreak kid fantastic wrestler amazing wrestler amazing showman over anything i mean they call him mr wrestlemania for a reason he's had countless classics at wrestlemania chris jericho kurt angle uh undertaker twice obviously which are some of the greatest matches of all time so so it's hard not to like Shawn michaels as a wrestler as a person it's kind of (laughs) but introduced me into wrestling um you know it was like 2002 i used to sneak over to my cousin's house watch some wrestling had no idea what the hell was going on, but <laughs> wrestling. Um, you know, I just vi- I always remember The Rock. Like I was a huge Rocky guy. Um, and then you know, my favorite time of wrestling was the Ruthless Aggression era because um, that was the one that I remember the most. Like the first, like what really, really locked me into wrestling. You'll see on my top five list why. Um, but you know, it, it was the time to be alive, man. You, know, you had Rey Mysterio Facts. winning the World Heavyweight Championship. Awesome um, moment. You, you had a lot, but that that's the one thing that, that stapled into my mind because I was a huge Rey Mysterio fan, you know, trying to 619 people, even though I wasn't, <laughs> you know, I wasn't, I didn't even have the wherewithal to even pull off a 619. Um, I had the, I don't know if you guys seen a recent podcast, I had the beach ball cut out into the Rey Mysterio mask. Um, and it was, yeah, I was, I was a big fan. Um, but, you know, going into my top five, um, number five, well, first off, honorable mention Randy Orton and Batista. You know, Randy Orton, um, like James said, I just wanted that dude to get pummeled. Uh, but then <laughs> he overcame that, and he was pretty good. And then the other one was Batista. I love Batista. He's a, another staple from 2006. But number he five was, is Rob Van Dam. I mean, listen, what I, if I was to compare myself to anyone in life, I think it's Rob Van Dam. He didn't give a fuck about authority. He just came, he was cool, he did his thing, whether it was the right thing or the wrong thing. If he lost his job, so fucking what, he'll get a new one. And he's still doing what he loves, he's getting high and banging his wife. high on life. It's, it's, right, like, he's just... Still wrestling somehow. Right, I mean, that he's just Rob Van Dam. He's still pretty good, show. too, he's not that bad in the ring. Yeah, he is. <laughs> um, number four is Edge. Um, I, I love Edge. I mean, I think Edge was the first villain that I actually liked. Um, it was 2006, man. I just remember he had a sex celebration. I was like, wow, <laughs> this is great. This is great stuff. <laughs> uh, he had a sex All celebration. He was winning matches, you know, the wrong way. I knew I was going to be, you know, a villain in life, or I thought I was going to be a villain in life because I just loved Edge in 2006. He was just one of my names. <laughs> I, like, I, immediately, I think Edge was the reason why I hated John Cena. <laughs> when I was a kid, because um, just seeing it, like when John Cena did the fu to Edge onto the two tables at Unforgiven in 2006, I was just like, "Fuck that guy, man!" You know, fuck John Cena. <laughs> but number three is The Rock. I mean, there, there's not a guy like it, it's just the the emotions that he gets from the crowd when he enters every single time he enters. It's hard for me not to cheer for him as well. 
And then everything I, like, watch back when he was in his prime, it's all just literally perfect. Number two is Rey Mysterio. The best Mike yeah. Rey Mysterio's my guy. Won the Royal Rumble. Won oh, the World Ray. Heavyweight Championship. Didn't really do much after that besides um, giving <laughs> the championship to Kane and John Cena on the same night. Uh, but, you know, <laughs> I, I'm here for Rey Mysterio, man. He was a big part of my childhood. But number one, which might come to a shock to a lot of people, hey, yo, Scott Hall's number one. And hey, that's one. That's my nice. honorable that's, that's mention great, for my great. favorite time in wrestling is not the, atti- the Attitude Era. It is the era of WCW that had the legendary New World Order. I have watched almost every documentary. I've literally went back and watched every WCW episode during the time of the NWO. And I think Scott Hall was the reason why the N- Well, okay, Hulk Hogan. But <laughs> I think Scott Hall was a big reason why the NWO was as solid as it was because he was just... He was just a rebel. Like he was, he was the guy. He was the guy that got it done. So, that's my top five. I love Dude, that. Scott Hall is amazing. I actually, I don't know if you know, but I met Scott Hall. I know, uh, bro. Like I was two, supposed, two years I was, was going to come with man. you. I was going to come with you. Yeah. Yeah. Like literally, like a couple months before he passed. That's. I think it's he, crazy. I think he, he was, was ahead of his such time. Such a cool dude. dude. He was definitely ahead of his time. time. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Didn't win a world championship, which sucks. Um, I think he could have, um, but. You know, rest in peace, Scott Hall. Oh, <laughs> All right, so what is your guys' Mount Rushmore? I think we have established that mine is the most basic, so I'll get mine's out the way. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm going with Stone Cold and The Rock. Um, I think that those two guys, I think the Attitude Era is what made the WWE as great as it is today. I think without the Attitude Era, WWE may have just fell off the face of the planet. Um, so I would like to shout out Stone Cold and The Rock. I, th- I don't think you can pick one over the other. I mean, some people will say Stone Cold. Some people will say The Rock. We can have a debate on it someday. Today's not that day. But uh-huh. <laughs> Stone Cold and The Rock. The other one is Hulk Hogan. I think he is both the biggest face of all time and the biggest heel of all time. So the biggest face is because every time I see back in the 80s, 70s, you know, those days when he did wrestle, you know, he was huge. Everyone was a Hulkamaniac. Everyone's kids were Hulkamaniacs. There's even kids today that are Hulkamaniacs. Um, That's true. Definitely the biggest face of all time. I mean, John Cena rivaled him, but I think Hulk Hogan still takes that because back in the day it was just Hulk Hogan or nothing. Um, And he's also the biggest heel of all time because when he went to the NWO, I think people called the cops on him. People, you know, were sending him death threats. (laughs) People did not like Hulk Hogan when he turned his back (laughs) on America. And the last person... I'm going with John Cena, man. You know, Mr. Reliable. Um, I think during the PG era, um, while you can hate him, you can hate his work, you can hate his his product, I think he kept WWE alive. Um, You know, they could have, you know, gave the belts to different people, but I think John Cena was a very stable and good choice. The the crowd and the fans love him. He's obviously getting his flowers today because every time he comes out, you know, it's a huge-ass pop, some of the biggest pops we've ever heard. Um, like you oh, know, yeah. Money in the Bank, Roman Reigns. I thought that was yeah, a crazy ass crazy. moment. Um, but yeah, that's my Mount Rushmore, my basic, basic. Honestly, it's it's hard to argue. I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's that's that's what makes it fun though, because there's so many. Exactly, there's so many like great choices that not everyone's is going to be the same, and that's what makes it fun. So, all right, um, I guess I'll, I'll, I'll. Okay, perfect. Um, I'm with you on Stone Cold. I have Stone Cold on my Mount Rushmore. Um, he basically saved the WWF at the time. Uh, if not for Stone Cold, I 
who knows what would have happened with the, the war of WCW. Um, as far as, I mean, he's probably the most popular star of all. I know you say Hulk Hogan is like the biggest face of all time. I think Stone Cold is probably the most popular star of all time, the most popular wrestler of all time. I wouldn't he's argue still that. selling merch at like a top ten level, like today. It's crazy. Like he he's in like the top five of, I think he's uh, of three. Like for this year, yeah, for this year alone, he's like top five in merch sales, which is crazy. I mean, he hasn't wrestled. Well, he wrestled the one match at WrestleMania, but <laughs> which a was like ago, but... talking about that. That was amazing, by the way. Like it I was, was, it was, I was shocked. Like you had a full like what twenty twenty five minutes, just yeah. him and Kevin Owens beating the shit out of each other. I was, Dude, he I'm... took a suplex on concrete. Yeah, Didn't he bleed too? Bumps. <laughs> No, I don't think he bled. Oh, no, okay, my bad. No, I, I'm going a little. But, too I mean, still, it's still crazy yeah. though. Like, um, so he's he's on my Mount Rushmore. Um, next, I'd have Ric Flair on my Mount Rushmore. It's fair. Um, all like pers- personal aside, Ric Flair is one of the greatest wrestlers of all time. Uh, one of the greatest storytellers of all time. Uh, he was captivating on the mic. One of the greatest on the mic ever. Um, he was wrestling 60 minute matches before people even thought of wrestling 60 minute matches. Pretty like sure the Ric dude Flair was a machine. He might have. <laughs> he might have. I mean, his his feud with Steamboat is amazing. One one of my favorites. Um, it's it's just hard to. He's he's held the most world championships ever, unofficially with twenty one world championships, um, in major promotions. So it's it's hard for me not to include Ric Flair on a Mount Rushmore. So here is where I get a little controversial. Um, I have Triple H on my Mount Rushmore. So. In my opinion, I think he's the greatest heel of all time. He spent 90% of career as a, of his career as a heel and just had iconic feuds, iconic matches. And he it seemed like he was always the guy that you gave the, the title to to have, like, the big face at the time, like, beat him, right? Like, Cena, Shawn Michaels, whatever, whoever it is. Like, it seemed like he was always, like, the guy that they could count on to get the job done and make people, like, get and, like, get the face over and I think that's got to count for something. I agree. Um, on top, I agree. on top of his, yeah, on top of his impact with NXT, turning into NXT into one of the, I don't know if I want to say most successful, but most successful wrestling programs, like around the the 2014 to, I mean even now I guess time, um, I, th- I think that plays a big part also, like just his mind for the business. Um, so that's what I think that's why I would have him there. That's fair. And then that's lastly, fair. hate me all you want, I have Chris Jericho. On my Mount that's Rushmore. Fair. That's really fair. Call me crazy, but I mean, Chris crazy. Jericho's been wrestling for 30 plus years. Um, I've never seen a person be able to reinvent himself like Chris Jericho has. He has turned himself into so many different gimmicks, I guess. I don't know. He, he's, he's reinvented himself so many times that it feels like he's always doing something fresh and he's always doing something um, to help get people over. He's always like in the thick of like some of the best storylines. I agree. Um, just everything he's done in the business. I feel like he's one of the, like the more underappreciated guys. I know, I know people love him, but I feel like he always gets the backseat to guys like Stone Cold or The Rock or Triple H or whatever. So, but I mean, got to give Chris Jericho his props. Listen, so. if WWE can <laughs> trust Chris Jericho when they were just like, all right, we got it. We got someone to be the undisputed champion. And yeah, exactly. someone was there to say, it's fucking Chris Jericho. I, that's got to be the Rock and Stone Cold on the same night. He beat the Rock and Stone Cold. Yeah. Like that's got to mean something, right? And I mean, he main evented the Tokyo Dome. He started a little whole ass company. Like he helped start a company, and it's the second biggest promotion in the United States right now, probably the world. So, he, yeah, he's he's iconic. I we'll agree. take it. I definitely agree. 
But for mine, first off, I'll get the obvious one out the way. Stone Cold. I mean, as y'all said, I don't really need to touch up more on that. Y'all basically said everything. You know, everyone knows Stone Cold is Stone Cold. Uh, another big one for me, I was gotta be also Ric Flair. Like, uh, he's like the first big non WWE guy. You know, yeah. obviously he started in WCW and made his name there. But to me, you know, at that time, that's saying a lot to make your name outside of WWE because that's you know, or WWF at that time. But yeah, so I think it's hard. And like you said, you know, sixteen-time world champion. He's still fucking time. going yeah. somehow. <laughs> Bro, I, if he wrestles, I swear to God, he's going to... I'm telling you, I have a like, feeling he's going to be Sting's last match. I have a bad... No, I, 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 he wants to die in the ring, but he, like, <laughs> I, I, he doesn't he, know how tragic that would actually to. be. <laughs> Man, I, I went there for his last, his last match, you know, in Tennessee, and I thought I witnessed a person die. I was convinced <laughs> he was going to die. It was so bad too. Well, oh, that's my thing. Is like if he if he's to die in the ring, do we all just like get sad? Like like obviously sad, but do we all just accept it? And like yeah, I mean, we kind of what he like, wants. Oh, this is what, this is what he wanted. <laughs> right, so. right. That's what I'm saying. So where we all just like because I, I, I think it's gonna happen, man. Like he want oh. his his heart is old and he's done a it lot is. of drugs and he's taking a lot of bumps a lot of bumps and yeah. he's still been through a lot of marriages. That's a lot of stress. He had probably had to deal. No, with. he like. When he showed up at Sting's like retirement like speech or whatever, like when he was Sting's gift, like he could hardly he can hardly walk. Yeah, <laughs> I, I want to know who his doctor is that approved him to do another match. He needs to find a new doctor or something. Like that doctor, no, he, man, he, he doesn't know what he's talking about. He, he wants to go one on one with MJF. Off. Remember? Yeah. <laughs> he wants to go one on one with MJF though. Yeah. So who, who knows? Please, Tony. Kahn. Imagine no, MJF is responsible for killing him. <laughs> Dude, that, oh, that would be so great for MJF. He would. He'd work that for the rest of his life. <laughs> oh. oh. Right, so, my number three spot, got to be John Cena. You know, he's helped make... I respect that. ...this worldwide. Like, you know, WWE was really popular in, you know, in the United States, and John Cena helped bring it worldwide, you know. Especially in these past, like, 10, 15 years, you know, the WWE is more global than it's ever been, you know. He's helped bring the most views, you know, and eyes on WWE, and you know he did a definitely good job yeah. of for the first part of his Hollywood career of doing both, which helped give a lot of publicity to WWE at the same time. Where The Rock went straight Hollywood almost right away and kind of left off a WWE with yeah. Cena. Yeah, obviously now I get that. Yeah, in his old age, Cena is more of a Hollywood guy than a WWE guy, but. That's oh, what it is. He's still he's still showing up yeah, and still, putting dudes over. Yeah, he's still showing up. He's still performing really good. You know, John Cena's one of those rare people who was a better wrestler towards the end of his career. Like 2015, 2016, John Cena was absolutely crazy. Dude was doing her karanas. You know, <laughs> sunset I was about to, I was about to bring that up too. Like, but, um, it, it was crazy. Yeah, man. I think the the big thing, the big point for John Cena too is. Now, like, it seems like, how the hell did, you know, TNA not beat WWE? How the hell did AEW not even finish above WWE in anything at all? I think a big reason of that is to John Cena because of the ratings he was able to bring in for kids, for families. Oh, absolutely. I think once he captured that, because, like, WWE needed that guy because it wasn't really kid-friendly, wasn't really family-friendly, but John Cena was the big kid guy the big family guy and i think because of the ratings he was able to bring in that group 
I think mm-hmm. WWE is going to be pretty undefeated for for a while. Oh yeah, no, it's a that's a WWE part. Basically, it's never going to change. Yeah. WWE is always going to be number one, like the know, number one. Everyone yeah. always wants AEW to compete. There's no competing, you know. AEW, long as they focus yeah. on being their own thing, I think that's fine. exactly. They're not. They're an alternative, yeah, not yeah. really. I, they're they're never going to be an actual uh, comp- not competition. And sorry, James. Oh, you number four. Yeah, and my number I mean, four. Oh yeah, my bad, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> my number four, you know, not many people say in their Mount Rushmore, but to me, it's hard to overlook him for his impact on professional wrestling. Is Vince McMahon? You know, not many people <laughs> say that, but <laughs> if you th- Hold on. the way I, the way I see it, if it if Vince McMahon doesn't do what he did with WWE and you know got all these territories and he put them together. Professional wrestling is not where it ever would be. It would it would never reach the heights it have. So to me, like going all professional wrestling, obviously he's not the best you know in ring person ever, but everything he has done behind <laughs> the scenes, well, most of the stuff he's Come done on, behind man. the scenes, wrestling related. Oh. That's that stunner that he took from Stone Cold at, at the <laughs> wrestling. Come on, man. Bro, his match against Michaels at WrestleMania 22 still lives in my head. Uh, he just got the absolute dude, shit kicked re- out of him. He wrestled against God. Come on. <laughs> Did he beat God, too? Like yes. he, beat, he fucking beat God. Yes. He booked God to come out somebody call oh. my mama. Only Vince McMahon can do something like that. <laughs> and to me, you know, again, he just... Oh, no, man. You know, especially, you know, Ruth's aggression add to him. He was just this crazy, creative guy who thought of everything, you know. Sure, towards the end of his run, he was his creative ideas weren't good at all. You know, he 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 had a lot of misses and then hits in his Come last on, run. Come on, Jinder Mahal, but... WWE champion. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, I gotta have Vince on my Mount Rushmore because to me, there is no 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 argument here. I mean, I without it. Vince, none of, none of us are even. Exactly. Into wrestling, basically. I think Vince is WWE so, man. I, I think it's facts, it's just a, yeah. it's a good point. It's definitely mm-hmm. a good point. Um, so moving on, let's talk about some AEW. Um, well, let's you know everything that's going on. I, I think my biggest thing um, that I would want to talk about is that I think Christian, everything that's going on with Christian <laughs> right now, is my favorite thing that's going on in AEW. Um, I, I think Christian, it's a it's a funny thing. Like when he's in WWE, you know, obviously him and Edge was very successful. But anytime Edge was a solo wrestler, he was boring. He was almost uncharismatic, which was weird, because every time... Captain Charisma, yeah. Yeah, like, and then he went to, like, TNA, and oh my god, like, wow, like, he even had, like, the... It was a big feel, like, to watch Christian wrestle, and it was, it was different. And then now in AEW, he's an old-ass man, but he's a good old-ass man. He's you know, he's making fun amazing. of people's dead dads. Like, what... <laughs> like, I, I love Christian... I think if there's a reason to tune into AEW right now, it's because you will watch one of the best heels in the business. It's it's great to see. It's going to culminate in a great match between Edge and Christian, which I can't wait for. Um, we we could talk about the the Edge going to AEW thing, um, which, yeah. But like, I I love Christian right now. <laughs> they're, they're, honestly, like you said, Christian is probably the best heel in the business right now. It's just. I feel like nobody is really on that level, especially just the, the freedom that he has to say what he does is just insane to me. I want to know what made him wake up one day and be like, dead dads. <laughs> like, yeah, it's crazy. Like, 
He, he always, oh my god! Everyone he feuds with just the dad's dead. I think there's like what? There's four of them, right? Like it's Warlow, Jack Perry, like Nick Wayne. He just started doing his That's fucking. Insane. He just started doing his fucking research. Who has a dead dad? And then he's like, you know, goes to Tony Khan. I want to feud with that guy. Oh. <laughs> uh, he he might be the MVP of AEW right now. Honestly. I would agree. He's, he's just so entertaining. He's he's crazy. Outside of outside of MJF, I think. But yeah, yeah Christian is one of the more entertaining things in all of wrestling yeah, to right me, now. The best run he's ever had, you know. And that's honestly, I know this TNA run I, was probably awesome. Agree. And no, the Edge and Christian stuff was obviously good, but right now, it's, I just feel like Christian's. I wouldn't say I don't know if you say peak because he's at the end of his career, but he's definitely at a whole new level. I've never. Seen. We've it's crazy because he's still put he's still putting on great yeah, matches he's too. Yeah, great. Like he's he's still yeah he's still going at getting after it at forty nine fifty. Yeah. It's crazy. And I like it. you know they 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 saw the talent. I think they gave him the Ring of Honor World Championship, and then now he has the uh, TNA. The, the yeah the T. My bad. Yeah. Oh wow. So yeah, yeah he had the TNA. He, World he won that off of Kenny Omega. Yeah, which was crazy. Um, he had the yeah. TNA World Championship. Now he has the TNT Championship. I believe. Yep. Um, you know, so they're still putting belts on them, and it's it's rightfully so. Like, I'm, like I said, yeah. I'm honestly, here for it. like this this run is definitely giving the TNT title like way more prestige oh, than it oh, had because yeah. it felt like it was just there. And a lot of the past around. year or so, exactly. Like ever since, I feel like ever since Sammy lost it, it was just kind of there. Mm-hmm. But Christian really like made it relevant it, again. It I makes feel it like. feel important. You know, I'm excited to see that, you know, him come out. You know, I want to see him, and obviously that comes along with seeing the TNT title. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But and speaking the, of I, Edge, you know, yeah, him jumping over, to me, it's, a, it's a very bittersweet. You know, Adam Copeland, the person, obviously he wants to be there to be there with Christian. You know, he wants to finish his career with Christian. But it's a small, selfish part of me. You know, obviously I watched both shows. But I'm gonna miss having Edge in the wrestling in the WWE video game. So there's still a little bit of it part of me. But overall, you know, if it's what he wants to do, I'm happy for it. I'm not gonna hate him like half the wrestling in as hating him because he wanted to go to a different company. Sure, why ever call him Adam Copeland? Probably not. You know, I'm usually oh he's still Edge. Yeah, he's still Edge for sure. <laughs> I'm usually pretty good at switching names. Just I can't do that one. It's just, it's just not, not with for this me. It's just like it doesn't feel right. That that's my issue. Like. You know, you, you've seen other people come over to AEW and they, like, they get this whole rebrand almost. You know, they get to do what they didn't get to do in WWE. But I feel like with Edge, it's like he's done everything. I don't know what else there is really left for him to do besides just wrestle. Which, yeah, I mean, he has his neck back, so he wants to wrestle and get all the years back that he missed. Um, but it just doesn't feel right, especially when he's calling himself the rated R superstar Adam Copeland. <laughs> um, it doesn't hit the same right, like, it, he still has the same, same music so it's like everything that him and WWE <laughs> built just thrown into AEW with just his real name and it's kind of just like like okay like alright we still get to see Edge yeah. on TV um, see I'm still calling him Edge but you know we, we still get to see yeah. him on TV um, and I, just, I thought it was funny you know I think it was like his second appearance on TV how frustrated he looked because um, people were going off script and it was like, this is... Oh, yeah, this... along with Ricky Stark. <laughs> I wonder if he was actually frustrated about that. It, I don't know, It doesn't yeah. seem like something Edge would be frustrated about. I mean, no, just Not a... like frustrated, shoot, but it was just like a what-the-fuck face that he gave. Yeah, but apparently, you know, I think, you know, people said backstage, you know, he was very frustrated. You know, whether that's true or not, you know, you can't believe anything you see on the internet. No. I can't see, you know, Edge actually getting pissed off about that. Like, you know, it's, it's, a, 
Edge would have done the same yeah. shit back in 2006. Edge did oh, do the same shit. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm sure he's definitely not used to it coming from a place where basically like everything is scripted out for yeah. you and yeah. and just going to a place where you heard a person can talk freely and say say whatever. Obviously, I'm sure they talk beforehand and yeah. hit points. I think there's, <laughs> there's three main points I want to talk about AEW. Um, I think, you know, one of the things is CM Punk. Um, I want to really know what, like, ultimately, ultimately made CM Punk go crazy because I think, like, they had something big with CM Punk. Now, while maybe you could say AEW would have never eclipsed WWE, but I think with CM Punk, it gave them a really good boost and at least, at the very least, a chance. Um, But now he's gone, and you can see the effects of CM Punk being gone. Like, you you know, it's a weird thing. Yeah. It's... uh... Go ahead, Alex. It's just I, th- I feel like it's one of those things we're never just we're never gonna truly know. Yeah. And it kind of sucks yeah. because like the curious side of us wants to know like what happened mm-hmm. and wants to be sure. But like at the same time, it's like kind of we just gotta live with it. Yeah. Maybe so better we don't know because you know as a, Punk, yeah. as a CM Punk fan, you know I I try not to put the blame at him, but kind of hard not to because you know it happened twice, you know. Do I think the Young Bucks yeah. are hella immature? Yes, I think they're <laughs> insanely immature a little bit, you know. You know, I know. See, I like, I like Punk, and I also like the Bucks and Same. Kenny. So, like, I'm just kind of, like, on, at the point where, like, bro, I don't give a shit yeah, anymore. I just want like, to move on. I just want to I just want to move on. I don't want people to move on. Like. <laughs> That's fair. And uh, the second it's thing... It's crazy, though. Like you said, Sags, like... Yeah. oh. No, go ahead, go ahead. I was going to say, like you said, like, in 2021, they were, like, that was peak AEW. Like, they CM were, like, Punk literally, coming like, back? on top of the world. That was a life Bro, event. CM Punk coming... <laughs> not only that, but he had his first match at All Out that year, and then to have, like, Adam Cole and Brian Danielson, two of the biggest, like, names in wrestling, debut Such at the same pay-per-view, yeah, like, they were... That was on top of the world. Like, that, that time in AEW was peak. And it's... I find it hard, like... I think it's going to be hard for them to get back to that. I think it's possible eventually, mm-hmm. but something's missing. Some sort of magic's missing, and they got to figure. You want to know what the magic that's missing is? I, CM Punk. They, no, no, no. <laughs> they they need more Kenny Omega, and the reason why I say that yeah. is like, yeah, he's been there, of course. Um, but I think like Kenny Omega when AEW started, I'm I thought that he was going to be the guy. I thought he was going to be the big star. I thought he was going to be the staple of the organization. I MJF is doing a great job. Um, but I think he's suffering what I think Roman Reigns is suffering from right now, where I think he's a, it's a little too overdone. It's a little too forceful because, you know, they're trying to have their guy be the world champion, which is fair. I love MJF. MJF is very good television. Um, I just think it's, it's a little overdone right now. And Kenny Omega, like, he's the generational guy. And he, we just really haven't seen him too much. I mean, he came out. Had that really good match with MJF, but before that, we didn't see him, you know, too much. Yeah, He's exactly. doing the trios yeah. thing. He's he's doing whatever. Tag but teams. Yeah, yeah. I, I think Kenny Omega just needs to be a major guy because, one, that's what got you off the ground. Um, and, two, yeah. he's, he's your guy. He is the guy that I think a lot of people attach to the AEW name more than Cody Rhodes. You know, even more than CM Punk when he was there and more than, more than MJF. Um, and I, I I would love to see more Kenny Omega. That's that's a big yeah definitely. Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega is he's he's one of the best wrestlers in the world the and time. it just it yeah. just seems like he's sort of directionless mm-hmm. in yeah. a way. Like he had like the match with Osprey earlier this year. He had the singles match with Takeshita at All Out. 
Um, he's had he had the match with MJF, but it's just like it feels like things have just been he's floating right now he on the fly. Yeah, nothing, like you know, he has this random match with Jericho against the Bucks. You know, sure they had, they put some build into that, but it's a very random match. You know, I think even either Nick or Matt Jackson commented on Instagram. And someone said, you know, this match is pointless." You know, they commented, "It's either this match or we don't go on the card." So you know, right now it just seems like they don't. That's yeah. where you know sometimes booking wise, AEW lacks is stories and booking around that you know they're really good with dream matches you know they have great matches but sometimes in professional wrestling a story is a lot bigger than the match yeah i'm actually i think i'm going to defend them on that point a little bit um i do think the storytelling has gotten so much better oh 100 this, this year um I agree on that. so much better um it feels like last year was just kind of last year was just a weird year in general overall for them mm-hmm. with everything going on and outside of like the hangman elite um, dark order story i didn't really feel like anything stood out that much mm-hmm. um but everything i feel like recently actually has meaning behind yeah, it especially with the um, mjf and adam cole stuff you know that stuff was amazing facts, you know that yeah. match at all in all in yeah. yeah it was awesome the storytelling was great you know obviously yeah. and not, it's still going on too yeah, like the fact that like i don't think adam's like, injured, know, man. i don't think he's injured he, you know who knows we man. gotta talk you know we gotta talk about the devil you know Storyline, it, it it makes sense to be punk, but John I don't Cena's think it's punk, and I Fuck, it's gotta John be Adam Cole. John Cena senior. John Cena senior. <laughs> <laughs> I told hey, it's gonna be Tony Khan. You know, it's gonna be the you know, it was me it was all along dust. again type stuff. It was me, Austin. <laughs> it's Goldust. Oh, that would be that'd be insane, dude. You know, right now MJF, you know, he's kind of more of a face right now, which to me I cannot. I, I, I won't say I can't stand, but I'm not as a fan of, because one thing I loved about MJF and AEW is he was such a damn good heel. I, you know, I'm 24, 23 years old, and thinking, I'm watching him, like, is this guy actually an asshole in real life? Like, he <laughs> played the character so damn good, it made me always think, like, man, he's just a prick overall. Bro, and, and now I that think... you see him kind of as his face, I'm like, okay, okay, yeah. he's actually not as heelish. I mean, don't get me wrong, he's still... Everything he's doing right now is amazing. I just, you know, if, I see what you're saying yeah. though. Yeah, it t- it kind of takes out the kayfabe part mm-hmm. of it a little bit, which so little people do that nowadays. Like stay in kayfabe and keep the character. That it was very awesome and that, to see like point, him do that. Yeah, that's the point I was gonna make. Like MJF, he's like his character, like in real life too. Like he, like whenever the camera's yeah. on, MJF is MJF. Like press conference, everything mm-hmm. he played the f- shit out of his heel character. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Bro, I met him um, last year at the same convention where I met Adam Cole. Was he a dick? I'm like, he, oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I was like two, so weeks before, uh, two weeks before the whole like flight incident or whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, he he, uh, he wrote on his board, like, no short people, no fat people. Like, <laughs> he, fucking, he called my – I was with my buddy at the time, and he called him a fat fuck. Like, oh, my it was, God. It was so awesome. Like, awesome. He was just man. a total dick, and I loved I, it. It was I so funny. That. You don't see that much. You know, he'll flip <laughs> off a kid. You know, some people that say exactly. it's too far. Yeah. That's awesome, you know? If, you know, if my dad brought me to an autograph signing as a kid and going to someone like that, my dad would have loved for the MJF to flip me off as a kid. He, he, exactly, yeah. You know, it's, <laughs> it's part of the sport, man. You know, you got to let them stay in character. Yeah. So moving on to WWE, um, I think the big point and something that I think majorly we should talk about, I mean, is Roman Reigns and the Bloodline. Um, listen, I loved Roman Reigns and the Bloodline for like the first two and a half years. I thought it was fucking amazing. I thought it was one of the best things WWE has legitimately ever done. But now it sucks. I'm just going to say it. 
It sucks. I think like I'm, Roman yeah, hasn't I'm gotten a clean Roman hasn't gotten a clean win in so fucking long, and it's so annoying because Roman is this big, strong guy, but now he's just like fully heel, can't win a match clean, and it, it just I think it's unne- it's unnecessary and annoying. Like if you're not gonna you know, wrestle as, and I don't care. I'm not one of those guys that's like, okay, Roman Reigns should be there, you know, every Friday on TV, every pay-per-view, like whatever. I get it. Big match feel, but he should be going over clean or he shouldn't be going over. Um, cause we do, we have other guys that can be there more often than him. That'll put on better matches and put on better storylines. And I think like, yeah, Roman, a big improvement from where he was when everybody hated him. I think it's one of the, best comeback stories in wwe um and then getting cancer and then coming back and having this impressive run um but i think it's definitely overdone which sucks because i think wwe put themselves in a spot where they have to have this run go to wrestlemania but i hope it doesn't yeah definitely at this point. i really hope it doesn't and that's still five months away like yeah. it's a long time to try and fill and i'm, I'm kind of with you on that like i feel like the the bloodline story ended with Sami Sami Zayn and Cody Rhodes at Elimination Chamber in yeah. WrestleMania. That's that's when I feel like after that it just started to like drag and drag and drag. And then I was like, ooh, Jey Uso, like this yeah. is good. And then it just after yeah. Jey Uso like lost at SummerSlam, it was like now I don't really care again. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just I feel like there's just been too many big gaps of not caring for me after after it was so good for so long. I feel like we just got used to it, and now and now it's just like, eh, whatever. See, for right, another bloodline for right, segment, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like for right now, I, I I see where y'all are coming from because there's not much going on right now besides filler stuff. Like that whole L.A. Knight match was a filler match because you you just knew L.A. Yeah. Knight wasn't gonna win because yeah, I think it is obvious he's going to WrestleMania and he's probably gonna lose to Cody. But for me, I'm not. I'm still very interested in the bloodline because you know even. On the social media, you know, at house shows, they were still teased. Like, they just teased the Usos having a stare down, you know, coming out the entranceway, you know. And I think right now, at that time, where they put a lot of stuff on hold, a lot of filler stuff, start getting to WrestleMania. Because, you know, I think Jimmy and Jay's going to fight at Mania. Obviously, they're going to wrestle, and I, at this point, I'm just assuming it's going to be at WrestleMania. That, it should be, 100%. And I think that's, that, my, that's a big that, enough that's match really, to be at WrestleMania. Yeah, that's my issue, is that it shouldn't be filler stuff when we're talking about the top guy in the in the company. That's fair. Um, like like you said, um, I don't... I'll, I'll retract my statement when I said I'm sick of the bloodline, because I love the Jay and Jimmy stuff. I think Jay Uso became one of my favorite guys in the company through all this, and I really mm-hmm. hope it ends with a WrestleMania match with Jay and Jimmy. I think when there's a tag team for so long and you break them up into singles competition. We've seen that work like 5% of the time, and it's working really yeah. well. I mean, more so for Jay than it is yeah. Jimmy. Agreed. But uh, it's just, I don't know. I, I just think when it comes to Roman, I'm not, I, I also, I'm on the side that thinks that Roman should have beaten Cody Rhodes at WrestleMania. I love that victory. I loved what it I added agree. to Roman. But I just think after that, he still should have been wrestling. And if they really wanted to, they could have had him drop it at SummerSlam. Like I think was I think the big Jay one. Won. I do think Jay should have won at SummerSlam. Yeah, either Jay. So, I'm, I'm, but no, go ahead, Alex. 
Uh, I'm completely with you. Like Roman winning at WrestleMania, I think was great. Yeah. Um, I was I was actually really happy. I was shocked. Cody I was like, wow. Oh my god. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. I, I I fully expected Cody to be the new Universal Champion, but at that point, Cody like didn't have any losses at all. So I feel like him losing to Roman did more for Cody, a yeah. lot more for Cody than it yeah. than it did for Roman, um, because Cody went on to have a and I think a great feud with Brock Lesnar. And he got some huge wins from Brock Lesnar. And he even got, like, his arm raised by Brock Lesnar. This is crazy. That's, that's yeah, massive. That was so, so random. I think, I think was not exactly. Expected. I think that did so much for Cody Rhodes that now I actually, like, am behind him. I, I feel I, you there, I still... too, because, like, I, I, was, I argued a lot that, like, what WWE was doing with Cody Rhodes is what they've done before, which is they made him too predictable. Like, okay, comes yeah. back from major injury. Yeah. Wins the Royal Rumble, the feel-good story. Like, of course he's going to win exactly, at WrestleMania. Yeah. And I thought if he would have won at WrestleMania, his, I think his run would have been pretty boring because he would have just been the face like, oh, I did it. And then there wouldn't have been much substance after that. But yeah. now they're giving He didn't him... have to face adversity. Yeah, now like, more in, in, in kayfabe. In kayfabe. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't have to face any adversity. It's just I, I, I don't want to say they wasted Z- Sami Zayn. But man, did Sami Zayn have a lot of fucking like fire from like everywhere, man! So much, so much momentum at the wrong time, right before WrestleMania, (sighs) where everything's already set in place, and he just he had all that momentum at the wrong time. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't have minded if like they like made Sami Zayn the champion and then like reversed it the next week or something, Mm -hmm. just like just so we could have had that moment of Sami Zayn just fucking. Holding the WWE title, winning Man. the world title, because um, it, it was time. It, it's just like I said, WWE has strapped yeah. themselves. Like we we have this with Sami Zayn. Now we're going through. I think LA Knight is going through the exact same thing that Sami Zayn is Honestly. going through. Um, but like with Sami Zayn, it's a little different because like I don't know what to truly think of LA Knight. Um, I hope he gets the run just for the pop, but I don't think it'll last long. I I, I just I don't know. There's just something about LA Knight where I, I don't oh, know what LA, exactly yeah. what it is. I just don't know if he's going to be the best WWE <laughs> champion. I get it. Well, the thing with Sami Zayn for me was like that was that was the story. Yeah. Like the story was there yeah. behind it. He he was with the Bloodline for a year or yeah. a little over, a little under. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, like like that was peak Bloodline in my opinion was like the stuff between Sami Zayn and then the turn and everything and mm-hmm. just I feel I don't want to say a wasted opportunity, but I kind of want to say it was a wasted opportunity. But it, it it would have almost given me like Daniel Bryan 2014 <laughs> WrestleMania vibes exactly with like raising the titles above his head like yeah. Now, that's what that run felt like to me. What do y'all so. think with the Judgment Day and Drew joining? I'm not gonna say join the Judgment Day, but obviously gonna be joining them for War Games. Siding with them, yeah. I um I like it. Yeah, I I, like I love Drew McIntyre as a heel because Same. I think when you have Seth Rollins as a face, you got Cody Rhodes as a face. LA Knight is a face. Sami Zayn is a face. Like, all of the top guys are basically faces now. Mm -hmm. I think the one way that you're going to bring Drew McIntyre back, which is, I think WWE's just been looking for a way. Because he's suffering from what these other guys are suffering from, that Roman Reigns is a top guy, and what the hell are they going to do with Drew McIntyre? I think heel was the perfect way to go. I'm not a big fan of Judgment Day, um, but... You know, I think it's a bunch of good wrestlers put together, and mm. you know, I think it's elevated Dominic Mysterio. It's made Finn Balor last a little bit longer than we thought that he was in WWE. Damian Priest, hard worker. I just don't know if I really want to see Damian mm-hmm. Priest as 
um, the world champion, but I love that Drew McIntyre is a heel now, and he should feel. be the yeah. top he's heel a, in the company. Besides, he's Roman, a great he's face. A, he's no. a fantastic yeah. heel. A, yeah, James, we we kind of talked about or uh, we had the uh, posted on Facebook yeah. or whatever in our Facebook yeah, group. A, uh, he, he I loved Drew McIntyre. Right. Yeah, I loved his tw- his face run, his face championship run. I thought he was a fantastic champion. He was wrestling a lot. He's he's very believable. It's very good champion. He's a great heel too. Mm-hmm. He's. I feel like he's one of those guys that can be great and at he, both. He was the WWE champion at the worst time to be WWE oh, champion. Yeah. You know? He made it interesting when there was no crowd. I mean, it, I, I'm still he mad he didn't get that moment. Going, man. Exactly. He carried the company on his back during COVID, and uh, people can talk about like the start of Roman Reigns being heel and stuff, but like. Drew McIntyre is really, I feel like, what got them yeah. through that 2020. Yeah, definitely agree. Because Roman Reigns didn't start becoming this iconic thing till slightly when the crowd started coming back. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. Um, just another random yeah. WWE thing. Um, I didn't realize that Bobby Lashley is as old as he is. He's like fucking 47 <laughs> or whatever. Um, so yeah. I'm glad that he's going. Carlito came back. He looks yeah. fucking good. Bro. I'm very interested to see what they do with Carlito because... I think Carlito did the right thing, stayed away. Well, I don't know if it was the right thing, but he stayed away from WWE for like 15 years or whatever it was. Um, and now he's back and Triple H is running things. I hope Triple H gives Carlito some kind of run. I mean, he's in the best shape of his mm-hmm. career. You could tell he still knows how to wrestle. Yeah, um, He did big things on the indie scene. So I, I'm a, like, Carlito would almost be in my top five, but I, I couldn't put him above yeah. so many other people. I love Carlito. Uh, and it's just cool. It's, uh, I don't know what they're going to do with Carlito. Now, obviously, he's not a main eventer. I mean, he, I guess he could float around the mid-card, but I don't think he's going to beat Logan Paul. <laughs> you know, I think Logan Paul is going to have this championship for a little bit. And I know Alex is a big Logan Paul fan. I know, I know how much he, he loves Logan Paul. Man, fuck Logan Paul. Me, personally, well, I like Logan Paul. You know, I'm I, literally drinking Prime right now. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I hate. I like the prime energy drinks. I hate the soft drink. Oh, see, I um, love the soft drinks. Throw that in the trash, James. Logan Paul is like undeniably talented. Like he, mm-hmm. he yeah. probably should have been doing this Agreed. instead of all the bullshit that he was doing. Yeah, I just definitely. don't think WWE should run with him as champion. Like this dude's too controversial outside of WWE. Mm-hmm. He's gonna fuck it up. He he has to fuck it up. It's if he doesn't fuck it up, I'm gonna be surprised. I'm just hoping he shows up more because, you know, being part-time with a world title, it's, you know, I understand, but that U.S. title, a lot of other people could use that too. I mean, if he shows up, you know, every week or every other week, totally cool. So I know he just said he's done with boxing, he's done full-on focus with WWE now, and so hopefully he shows up more, but if he's only showing up like <laughs> once a month or so, he needs to drop that title. I, I get publicity-wise why you want him that title, <laughs> but it's not fair for Everyone. <laughs> um. Yeah. Oh man, I don't even wanna. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of speaking of WWE, um, Crown Jewel running through it real quick. That was our most recent uh, pay per view. You know, Seth versus Drew was the first um, match on the card. I thought it was I fire. Drew was gonna win. I yeah, I thought that was great. I thought Carl it was the best match of the show. Yeah. I really thought Drew should have won there because I think the story was great, but I think the story yeah. afterwards didn't help. You know. I think now Drew's winning soon, off. man. I, I think he like, has to. He has. I, to. I think he. I think they're gonna have a rematch. I think Drew wins, um, or else mm-hmm. I'll I'll be shocked. Um, okay. But honestly, Solo uh, Sokoa dominates John Cena. As John Cena basically called the entire match on his back, 
um, was yeah. basically telling him what to do. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Cena might be his last match, um, but hey, what a hell of a way to go out, you know, making Solo yeah, look I mean, as good as he did. Taking like what, eight Samoan spikes? Yeah, I don't yeah. think it was his last match, oh. but you know, he definitely made Solo look really good. You know, I expected Solo to win next. I think we're going to have a small story with John Cena about him coming over all these losses. You know, he's gone 2,000 plus days without winning a singles match. So I think they're going to build with that a little bit. That's a long time. It's been that long. Yeah, get them one a one on one match like in over two thousand days. <laughs> Holy fuck! <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's crazy. God damn! Oh man! I mean, it doesn't help that he's wrestling one or two matches a year. He's putting everyone over now. He put Austin Theory over, and Austin Theory hasn't really done much since then. No, I mean, if anything, that hurt Austin Theory. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. Cena absolutely buried well, him in the put the promo. Undertaker over. <laughs> <laughs> that was crazy. Yo, I, I could, that was one of my, like, moments. Because I, I watch every WrestleMania at the very least. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, just see an Undertaker come out. I thought they were going to have a good match. It's a match I think we've all been waiting for at, like, WrestleMania. And for, for Undertaker to just come and just beat the just shit out of him, him, I thought it was <laughs> it's just crazy. Um, but yeah, Logan Paul wins the U.S. Championship from Rey Mysterio. Sad, you know me, I'm a Rey guy. Um, <laughs> but you know, I'm glad Rey Mysterio got his last title reign. I mean, I, I assume that's his last title reign. He's having knee surgery so, yeah. now. I don't know yeah. if he's going to come back too well from it. Tenth knee I, surgery, man, insane. Tenth, yeah, that's crazy. And that I that hope, dude's knees. I hope he doesn't come back like Big Show came back because I think we've we saw Big Show crazy scene. Love Big Show. One of my all-time favorites, but watching him come out on the AEW stage, the camera, tri- <laughs> bro, the camera tried to like avoid it, but like Big Show was standing there like all like discombobulated, like his his like one leg was like all inverted, and like it's clear that the Big Show should not be doing anything wrestling yeah. related. He looks no. like he got pieced together like Anakin did. Um, at first. <laughs> and it, it's just it. I was watching like no, like his titties are out, his his, his leg is like broken or like just barely put together. Uh, and I just hope Ray doesn't like Ray has been at the top of his fucking form. I really just hope that we don't get to see like a bad Ray that's just botching all over the ring. And I, I want to see him have one more yeah. match with Dominic. You know, I know they've talked about it, a yeah. hair versus mask match. I think that'd be a great way for Ray to go out. Wow. Did Ray beat Ray beat Dominic yeah. at WrestleMania, yeah. right? Yeah, so I think it would be like the perfect send off if Dominic's come a long I way. Know. I love that guy. He has come he such has. a long way. He has. Bro, my favorite my favorite part of that match was when Ray spanked him with a belt. Yeah. <laughs> that was fucking yeah. hilarious. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Um yeah. Uh Bianca loses her rematch um with Sky. Uh you know Kyrie Sane. Yeah. Was back. Yeah. I mean, I like it. I don't like it. Um, I don't know. We'll we'll see what we'll see what comes of it. Uh, what else do we got? Uh, Cody clears Damien, but it was a short match too. Yeah. I don't know if you guys know yeah. it was and a short match in comparison to the rest of the matches that were on yeah. the card. I think it was the it was tied for the second shortest match on the card. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I I don't. It's another it's another reason why it's just like I like Damien Priest, but it's just like. Like, I don't, you know, I'm glad it was a short match. Um, And then Roman defeated LA Knight. And while Alex, you you made a good point, um, or I think it was James, you made a good point that it was two filler. I think WWE is just trying to see what they got in LA Knight. Mm -hmm. I think, you know, they're they're right to not immediately rush him to world title status. 
Um, they're giving him a lot of tests. You know, can you can you work this well against people that you shouldn't even be working with? Um, and then all the way up to now, he's facing Roman Reigns for the world title. Um, I, I think he passed the test. I think he I did too. Great. You know, his oh, yeah. promos um, going into that were absolutely insane. Yeah, yeah. Like and, and the crowd's I, like hundred percent behind him. I've been a fan of LA Knight before he really started getting really popular. But did those promos he was doing on SmackDown against Roman, they were like, they were they, they were so top damn tier. good, top tier, and that was some of his best work. And yeah, I'm all for LA Knight. You know, I'm always saying yeah. <laughs> yeah, just like it when we went to All Out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so personally, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm sure you guys both know this, but I'm more of an AEW fan than a WWE fan. I, I like both. I watch both. I like Impact, Wrestling's too. wrestling, man. And, uh, yeah. Wrestling's wrestling, dude. Impact dude. I just love back wrestling. to TNA, I'm here for it. I, I might watch. I'm hyped for that. I'm so hyped for that, honestly. I'm definitely going to be watching Hard to Kill. I think Bound for Glory was one of the best pay-per-views of the year of any company. Uh, that was a couple months ago. That was a great show. Um, anyways, yeah, I just wanted to look at Full Gear a little bit, um, just kind of see what you guys were thinking, um, if, how excited you are, excited. what matches you're looking forward to. Um, yeah, I'm Hangman and Swerve sold all, oh, like yeah. I'm all in on that. that that's gonna be a fantastic match. Their first match I thought was match of the night at uh, Wrestle Dream, and I think I think that they're gonna even top it top it here. Um, I'm kind of hoping Swerve wins because Swerve like needs a big. I, I'm all for Swerve Strickland. He's in my top five favorite current wrestlers. I'm all for like giving him a huge push, make him the first Black World Champion. He deserves it. He's just amazing at everything he I does. I think it's so. one of AEW's best signings. I think Swerve is oh, yeah. really, really good. No, I've said that too. Um, at, like outside of Danielson, and I'm not counting Punk even because he's a fireman of the sun. Yeah. I don't care. But I think Swerve outside of Danielson has been the best signing for them in the past two years. Mm. So. With MJF uh, and Jay White, I think. You no, know, at first I kept on saying, you know, Jay White's going to win because we're going into the bidding war of 2024, which I still think is very well alive. But now that they announced this uh, pay-per-view in December, I definitely yeah. think MJF's going to win. And I think we're going to find out who the devil is at the end of Full Gear. And that's going to be the person who dethrones MJF. Whether it's Adam Cole, yeah. CM Punk. Tony Khan, I mean, <laughs> Tony, <laughs> Tony Khan wins the world title. <laughs> I would have put it past the guy, man. Bro, he's a he's a psycho. Yeah, but uh, moving oh on, um, WrestleMania <laughs> yeah. is around the We're corner. Good. So, come up with a card, just five matches. Obviously, like, okay. like I said, we don't want to do a whole twenty match card because we can get real creative. <laughs> yeah, and we will. We, we we'll get creative around Royal Rumble time. Um, but I will go first. Because um, I think mine is going to be the craziest, or I don't know. We'll see. Um, so we'll see. I need to trim my list down. I don't know if I can last with Roman Reigns getting all the way to WrestleMania as the champion. So what I would like to have happen is I would like Cody Rhodes to beat Roman Reigns at Royal Rumble. Now, I get you want Cody Rhodes to have his WrestleMania moment, but I think Cody Rhodes has to win at Royal Rumble. And you know who's going to win the Royal Rumble? CM Punk. <laughs> CM Punk's going to win the Royal Rumble. I think CM Punk and Cody Rhodes would have a fucking fantastic WrestleMania match. I think it'd be one of the best of all time. Just, you know, the two personalities, how popular they are. I think the promos would be sick. I think Cody can, like, roast CM Punk for everything that's gone on lately. CM Punk can roast Cody Rhodes for everything. I think it would be good. I got Roman Reigns, even though, um, you know what? Yeah, Roman Reigns... I think he should still face The Rock 
I think The Rock should have a hand in Cody beating Roman Reigns, and we still get Roman Reigns versus Rock to end the entire Bloodline story. I think you have everybody there, Rikishi, you know, The Rock's daughter. You know, just just throw everybody related and just put them all in a segment right Uh there, Um, including Jimmy uh, Uso versus Jay Uso earlier in the night. I think that's got to happen in, like, a street fight. Um, Oh, fuck. I forgot about that. Now, I have, like I said, I had Drew McIntyre defeating Seth Rollins to take uh, the other world title. I think he, I think it should be him versus LA Knight at WrestleMania. I think that would be a good world title match. Um, LA Knight is the big face. Drew is the big heel. And then I just want a random street fight with fucking Seth Rollins and Kevin Owens. I think, I think that's <laughs> the fifth match that I want. Um, I'm down for just that. Have them just brawl and have a fucking fantastic fight. And I'm here for that. I am down. Okay. So um, for my five matches, can... I think, I think, I'm going with Roman and Cody. I think that has to happen at WrestleMania at this point. I think Cody needs to finish his story. You know, there's, there's more story to it now than there was last year. So that's definitely one I'm going with right now. <laughs> and uh, second one, another obvious one, Jimmy versus Jay. That's got to be, that's main event. You know, not, I wouldn't say main yeah. event match, but it's definitely a possible show stealer. And there's obviously so much story to that. Another one is Jade Cargo versus Bianca Belair. I think that match is that's a big one. Eventually going to happen sometime. Whenever Jade Cargo makes her in-ring debut, who knows? That match just almost doesn't even need to be for a title. You know, I think it'll write itself. You know, I think we need more women storylines that aren't focused around a title. I think they're doing a lot better at that now. But I want to see. I, for one, want to see more women's wrestling. You know, good women's wrestling. <laughs> Emphasis on the good. Yeah. And uh, fourth one is my, my my last two are gonna be depending on signings. Fourth <sighs> fourth one if if they can get him, Seth Rollins versus Will Ospreay for the world title. If if they could get, I know the contract comes up soon. If they could get Will Ospreay to win the Royal Rumble and have Seth, you know, go to WrestleMania as world champ, I'm all for it. Usually, I'm not a fan of people coming to WWE and getting the world championship that quickly. But I think Will Ospreay is one of those exceptions like AJ Styles yeah, was. I think 100%. You know, yeah. Will Ospreay, Kenny Omega, so people like that are exceptions. Now my last match, you know, I don't know if we'll be lucky enough to get this, but it was a dream match during the 2010s. CM Punk versus Stone Cold. Man. Yeah, <laughs> if we're able to get that, if, that'd be awesome. You know, cause I don't want to see Punk come back and go straight for the title because he doesn't. I don't think he's gonna come back to lose right away. I don't think they would book it like that. But I definitely don't think he needs to be a world champion right when he comes back. He needs to be the United States right. champion. You know, what? <laughs> CM Punk Logan versus Logan Paul, <laughs> WrestleMania. <laughs> but yeah, oh, you know. Battle. Stone Cold versus CM Battle Punk. Controversial. <laughs> Stone Cold versus CM Punk would be like such a great build. The build up would be amazing. Match, you know, we saw Stone Cold can still go, and we know Punk can still go. So I think a, reti- a loser, loser has to retire. Yeah. <laughs> Stone Cold wins. <laughs> Stone Cold comes back as a regular. <laughs> oh god! Full time. Oh man, uh, was that your five, James? Oh uh, yeah. All right, cool. So I'm just going to give an honorable mention. I don't think that's going to happen, not even close. But I think it would be super fun 
Adam Pierce versus Nick Aldi. That'd be awesome. I would love that. That would be that'd be funny as hell. That'd Just be, battle of the GMs. They're both good wrestlers. They're both too. exactly. Yeah, I don't know if Adam Pierce can still go because he hasn't wrestled in forever long, but. The both former NWA champions. The story writes itself. I mean, that, I just think that would be fun. So, the story writes um, itself. exactly. We need Trevor right, Murdoch so, uh, versus Brodus Clay. Oh fuck! <laughs> <laughs> Throw EC3 in there. You might as well. Uh, um, one of the big ones is going to be same as uh, James Will Ospreay versus Seth Rollins if, okay. if they sign him. That's what's up. Um, personally, I'm a little worried if he were to sign there that he would be watered down. Because his style obviously is more fit for other companies mm-hmm. in the independent scene, um, so that's what I would prefer him to do. But if he were to go there, then 100%, that's the match I want. Yeah, Will Osprey versus Seth Rollins, um, especially with their Twitter beef that they've been yeah, having for God, God knows how long. Um, DIY versus Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, assuming Owens and Zayn are still together at that time. I'm a big DIY fan. They were like when I was getting back into NXT is when they were. Um, on top and then when they started feuding I was like oh my god like <laughs> so I, I just love DIY uh, Tommaso Ciampa and Johnny Gargano which I met Gargano and he's super awesome yeah, super um, nice guy. he's super nice guy um, Gunther versus Brock Lesnar for yes. the Intercontinental yes. Championship Brock Lesnar wins no I'm kidding Gunther, Gunther, Brock Lesnar, Brock Lesnar Gunther gets the Cody Rhodes treatment Brock Lesnar raises his hand at, at Wrestlemania after he wins and uh how, that would be absolutely massive for his career. Yeah, it would be but that, that's a Hoss fight that I want to see. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just imagine Gunther getting uh, German suplex. <laughs> imagine him doing the Brock. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, okay, CM Punk versus Roman Reigns is another one. Yeah, I can see it. That, that's got big-time fight written it, all over it. There's some story to that, too, you know. Think of, exactly, yeah. Think of And think of how many eyes that would bring to the show. A lot, a lot. A, big a lot. Match. I, I, I would 100% be, be here for it. Yeah, and the the last one I got is Jade Cargo versus Rhea Ripley. That would be really. Rhea is my current favorite WWE women's wrestler. Uh, yeah, she's a goddamn Bobby. beast. Jade Cargo's a beast. Just those two going at it would be awesome. That's what's up. All right, so listen, I know nobody mentioned Great Kali versus Chavo. That was that was my honorable mention. <laughs> um, but let's move on to the non WWE champion draft. So the rules here are simple. Um, you, you can only pick people who were in the WWE um, but did not win a WWE or world, like a world championship period. Um, so with that being said, James, since you're the new guy on the block, you're going to go first. Alex is going right. to go second, and I'm going to go third, which oh, means man. we're going to do a snake draft. So I'll go twice in a row. So it'll be James, Alex, me, me, Alex, James, James, Alex, me, me, Alex, James. You, you guys get the point. Um, right. Yeah, so, for sure. James. So my number one pick, Cesaro. The fact that so, he was never ooh, a world champion Cesaro. is insane to me. You know, and that, he, to like me, it. he's such a good wrestler and a good guy. He, he, yeah, he's a great guy. All right, so I'm gonna go with Scott Hall. I gotta go with Scott Hall. You bitch, man. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry, Thomas. <laughs> Razor Ramon, baby. Fuck you, cool. Alex. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Fuck. Okay, can't pass up on that at the number two spot. All right, well, you guys both passed up on this. I didn't want to take this first. I wanted to take Scott Hall, but I get two picks in a row. And I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry to end the draft mm-hmm. early. I'm sorry to win this early. But I'm going Sting. Oh, you motherfucker. <laughs> and I'm going Dusty Rhodes. Okay. All right. <laughs> nice. All right. That's, that's, that's great, yeah. 
Um, right, Alex. Let's see. This Ooh. is tough. I hate you though. I'm gonna have a grudge. I'm gonna have a grudge with you now. From now on. <laughs> oh man, Sting was gonna be my pick here. Ah, uh, so I, I'm. I think I'm gonna go Smojo. Goddamn beast. Yeah. I, the fact that he was never a world champion in WWE really Injuries hurt him, man. Injuries killed him. In the concussions, yeah. yeah. Right. My next pick, Mr. Perfect. Ooh. You know, he's someone that I thought was way ahead of his time. His gimmick was awesome. I, you know, I grew up watching a lot of Mr. Perfect because that's my dad's all-time favorite wrestler. And that watching him as a kid, you know, he was, again, so way ahead of his time. Way ahead of his Agreed. time. Agreed. Right. And then... Uh, another pick for me? Yes, sir. Just based off what he's done in the indies and knowing what he could have done in the WWE is Zack Ryder. Uh, Zack Ryder. <laughs> I, I, it might sound the same as Zack Ryder character, but Matt Cardona, the stuff he has done in indies, and that, no, I was always a you know, big fan. I was always woo, woo, woo. So, Bro, the indie god. Indie god. The indie god. The indie god. Uh, let's see here. Um, I think I'm going to go with another active current WWE wrestler. Shinsuke Nakamura is going to be my next pick. Complete underrated. One of the one of the legends of New Japan and the fact that he came over. I know he won the NXT championship, but I'm not really going to count that. Um, man. I, uh, damn, I'm just going to win this draft. All right, so. I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to go uh, Rowdy Roddy Piper. Fuck. Yeah, he, he was going to be, he was high up. And man, so I'm down. I'm down to two active wrestlers here. I'll go with the more popular one. I'm gonna go with Sami Zayn. Okay. Yeah. All right, Alex. All right. Um, so I I don't think he's won a championship in the WWE, uh, a world championship. Ricky Steamboat. God damn it! Son of a bitch. Next first time I. Yo, I think we all just hate Alex. Fuck you, Alex. So, uh, yeah, his his match with Macho at WrestleMania 3 went fantastic. One of my favorite matches. His his feuds with Flair, he's just he's been an awesome wrestler in his career. So the fact that he's still even making appearances is crazy to me. Yeah. But So your my last, last two picks. picks. And my last two is last two. Oh, yeah, last two. Uh, yeah, you got two. Probably one of the greatest heels of all time, Roddy Piper. Oh no, Thomas. Thomas take him. Thomas take him. Saxby took him. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, son of a bitch. Oh shit. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Like, wait a minute. Hold on. Okay. okay. (laughs) Uh, Sorry. New at this. New at this. (laughs) Okay. Another great heel, Jake the Snake. Snake Roberts. Okay. That's a good one. Another person I thought was ahead of his time doesn't get enough credit. I don't think he won a single title. I don't think, I don't think he ever won the Intercontinental title or anything. I don't, I don't, I don't think, think so. Yeah, maybe he was a tag. Which is maybe he was a tag team champion. I don't know. Seems like <laughs> <laughs> him and the Snake were tag team champions. Maybe the Snake they pulled that off. <laughs> like, you know, especially back then, they pulled anything off. Uh, my last pick. I got two here. Uh, no, I'm going controversial one. Baron Corbin. Oh, you know, interesting. Me, I don't know if I Baron didn't Corbin make the is a very underrated person. I yeah. think <laughs> you know he had that. Money, you know, when he won the Money in the Bank back in 2017, I was you know extremely excited for him. So I, I, and I think he has proven himself a lot. You know, the Constable Corbin, I was a huge fan of. I think he's really good in the ring, really safe. You know, a lot of wrestlers say you know he's one of the safest people to be in the ring, and I find him entertaining. I know at the very <laughs> 
I just no. uh, I didn't I didn't like him I, up until he was a bum. And I think like when he, I like that was hilarious. That was that Sanford. really sold me on Barry Corbin because before it was like I hated watching him. I just couldn't get behind him. Like him beating Kurt Angle really rubbed me the wrong way. Um, yeah. And then he was just a bum, and he, like every yeah. every week I he was trying to get money, character. and I was just I was here for Bro, when he had that same shirt with the yeah. stain yeah. on it. <laughs> Bum ass haircut too. Uh, yeah. I did like. I actually liked Lone Wolf Corbin in NXT. Mm-hmm. He he was badass then. Yeah, but after, after that is all right. So I got one more pick here. I'm between two guys. I it's hard for me to pick, but I'm gonna go with one of the greatest technicians of all time, William Regal. Ooh. Sir oh, William Regal. Think about Regal. Sir bitch. William Regal. The, the the brass knucks baby. Yeah. That's iconic. The brass knucks. Yes. And he's a lefty just like me. So. <laughs> and um. You know, I'll go. I'll go with a guy that maybe not a lot of people got to witness him um, in his peak. I didn't, but everything I watch back on him, I love him. Um, I'm going with Owen Hart. I think Owen Hart. Granted, if he could have gotten a couple more years, or maybe if Bret Hart didn't exist, I think Owen Hart <laughs> is definitely a world champion at some point. Because um, I, I think he was just a great fucking heel. He had a lot he of was. heat. He 100%. had a lot. Of, people were throwing shit at him. Before people knew to throw shit at wrestlers, yeah. so I like it. Awesome, so, yeah. He, it was between him and Regal for me. For me, so it was a good one. Game. I didn't think about Regal at all. You know. So some honorable mentions on my list. Um, I was picking between Sami Zayn and Gun- and Gunther. Um, so I think Gunther can get it though. I'm yeah, oh, he one hundred percent will be. Um, British yeah. Bulldog, uh, Bam yeah. Bam Bigelow, Carlito, bro, Mister Kennedy, yeah, Mister Kennedy was on my list. Yeah, I had uh, Keith Lee on there, Taz, Taz Alistair Black, Alistair Black. I loved Alistair Black. I think Alistair Black had unlimited potential. Anyone yeah. have uh, James Ellsworth on their list? <laughs> James Ellsworth. <laughs> one thing I'm happy God for it, is James. I'm happy that Bray Wyatt is not on this list. So ah, thank you know, God. Oh, yeah. Rest, Honestly, rest in peace, thank Bray Wyatt. Glad he yeah. at least got mm-hmm. you know a top run there um, before tragedy. Um, but to go through the list, so James has Cesaro, Mister Perfect. Zack Ryder, Jake the Snake Roberts, and Baron Corbin. James, I hate your list. <laughs> can't, can't say that's the greatest list. No offense, James. The best Before list. you're it's taking the chances, man. List. You're taking chances. Uh, hey, I like it. Um, yeah. Alex, I hate your list because the top two of your guys, I wanted to be on my list. So Scott Hall, <laughs> Samoa Joe, Shinsuke, Ricky Steamboat, and William Regal. Very, very solid list. But I think me and James, we hate you, Alex. So... Don't be surprised if you're fired after this episode. No, I'm <laughs> and then we'll call me, off Simon. <laughs> I got I got Sting, Dusty Rhodes, Rowdy Roddy Piper, Sami Zayn, and Owen Hart. Um, I feel like it, it's a homer list. You know, I, I feel like I picked all the guys that I should have picked. Um, yeah, just because, really and that's only because no, Alex picked list. Scott Hall. I had a <laughs> way different list. Had a way different list in my head. Loud, yeah. I really, I really you're welcome, Saxby. <laughs> Fuck you, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right, so to conclude this, fuck ringside news. Um, you know, what an episode. That's our first episode of our wrestling podcast, just like that. Um, you can expect more. We, we, got, we got a lot more in store for you. Um, we'll probably be back next month after Survivor Series, or maybe we'll come back earlier. Who knows? We're going to plan it out. We're going to have some good shows oh, yeah. for you. Um, you know, this was a nice, basic little introduction to us and our wrestling 
opinions. I think we're going to argue a lot. Um, Alex pissed me yeah, off probably. at the draft. So, um, I feel like I'm going to be better. I promise. My next draft, I'm coming in hot. Yeah, I, I'm going to make sure that I, uh, I fuck over Alex in the next draft. Um, <laughs> not going to happen. Ain't going to happen, bro. Me and Alex, we're usually rivals in a lot of things, and I guess we're mm-hmm. just going to add this to the Dude. list. And uh, yeah, we're gonna right I'm still mad you beat me in the baseball championship. <laughs> <laughs> and we're we're having fun, man. We're we're gonna have fun. So it. make sure you guys like, subscribe, share. Um, you know, sell your souls, get on the train because we're we're here. Um, there's a lot of content now. Duh, you know, you can tell I'm tired. Um, you know, we got MLB, NFL, NBA. We got a video game podcast, WWE, different conversation. Um, we're just we're gonna keep pumping. I think we got our big six shows now. We're gonna focus on those, and we're gonna oh, yeah. we're gonna bring you everything that we can. So, like I said, get in tune. Shout out to everyone that did watch and is watching. You guys all have a good day, good night, and fuck David Meltzer. Too sweet. Yeah, fuck David. Yeah, fuck <laughs> <Meltzer>. <laughs> That's the way to uh, end it.